our lesson for this morning, which you, always, you already sang a little bit about in our opening hymn, uh, Lord, throughout these 40 days. The first uh, Sunday of Lent every year, uh, we read one of the passages about Jesus' temptation in the wilderness. This Sunday, we read from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Now, this passage immediately follows in Matthew, Jesus' baptism by John. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you. And on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. But Jesus said to him, again it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, away with you Satan. For it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. And then the devil left him and suddenly the angels came and waited on him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, we thank you this morning for this journey that you took hmm, and that we take. (sighs) Open us up. Open our hearts and our heads and our souls so that our hands might be open to give, that our feet might be open to walk. Keep us on your path in this Lenten season. Amen. I have a notorious uh, sense of bad uh, direction. I have actually no sense of direction. Um, I'm really bad on long trips. I can't read a map. That is why GPS has been literally a godsend. I can now actually get places. I am the person who, coming out of a store in a mall, turns the wrong way. I am often the woman you see pushing a grocery cart around in a parking lot. I can't remember where I parked. Um, Not all of this but a good part of this is because I don't always pay attention to where I am. Parking my car, I'm thinking about what I'm going to buy in the store. On a trip, often I am thinking about our destination. Possibly that's why this theme for Lent, Are We There Yet, appealed to me. This challenge for me of staying where I am in this moment. So I admit personally and professionally most of the time I just want to get through Lent, right? I just want to get to Easter. I just want to get to spring. 
I want to get through March. I want to get to the resurrection. I want to get to Alleluia. Mm. But that's not where we are now. It's coming. It's coming. It's out there. But that's not where we are now. Our prayer cards, the discussion we're having through these weeks about uh, the five essential practices of the Christian life, they're going to keep us going in the right direction. And today then, though, we need to acknowledge where we are. So if we're going to keep moving with our cards and with our discussion, we, we've got to know where we're starting from. Be here now. You are here, as that map sign said. It's why I told you, it's why we started this morning with joys and concerns. Because when we come this morning, we feel probably you like me, you feel dissettled, concerned. Everything feels like it is spinning out of control from what we knew in terms of world events. We need to acknowledge that. We're here. It's not what we expected or wanted, but this is where we are. This is our starting point for this day. To remember that we are not alone. Again, how many times have I said that? How many times have we talked about that together? We are not alone. Those in the sanctuary, those joining us through Armstrong, our connection around the world, we are not alone and God is always with us. So in worship, this first Sunday of Lent always begins with the temptation of Jesus. Um, we're told in these uh, first three Gospels that Jesus is baptized with, by John. A dove appears, a voice from heaven saying, this is my son, the beloved. With him I am well pleased. If you uh, read from a Bible or any, most translations, I believe, have little headings. You know, that it, it helps us find stories. And so you'll have a heading that says the baptism of Jesus and then another heading that says the temptation of Jesus. But that's not how scripture was originally written. That these stories would be so separate. Because the word that connects the baptism of Jesus with the temptation is then. So if you read it together, it's like Jesus was baptized and then he went into the wilderness. Then he was led into the wilderness. There is movement there in the very way it is written. What the Gospel of Mark says is that Jesus was driven into the wilderness, right? It kind of feels different, right? If you're driven to do something or if you're led to do something. So much movement here. Jesus goes to John and then is submerged into the Jordan and then comes up out of the water. Can't you just, I mean, right hand motions, you feel it. Jesus goes and then down and then up and then out. This is not a static story, nor are our lives static, driven led into the wilderness. There are countless sermons preached about this passage. Seeking to um, establish or identify what do each one of these temptations mean. Stones to bread. 
throwing oneself off the pinnacle of the temple, worshiping Satan. Hmm. I think maybe Mark, though, in his simplicity, gives us the most help this morning. So that passage I just read to you is uh, written in the Gospel of Mark in two, two verses. Mark says this, And the Spirit immediately drove Jesus into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. That's all we got. He was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was with wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. When, as Mark tells this story, everything all comes at the same time. Do you feel that it's not quite so, uh, Jesus was there for 40 days, and then after the 40 days of uh, fasting, and then the, Satan came, and after Satan left, there were angels. That's how Mark and, I mean, Matthew and Luke tell it. For Mark, he's in the wilderness. There's wild beasts, and there's angels. I feel like that's more where we are at right now. It feels real to me, that passage from Mark. We're in the wilderness. Whatever that might mean to us, a lot of uncertainty. There's wild beasts. Whatever the wild beast feels like to you, there's fear or temptation or anger, worry, concern, rightful concern for the whole world. At all mixed together, and there's angels. Like we are surrounded by a by company of saints, by a cloud of angels. And so we're here. This is where we're starting. You are here. At times we might be tempted to give up and to give in because the wild beasts of whatever press on too closely. But remember, we are surrounded also by angels. We got to claim this this morning, that Jesus walked this way so that we might walk this way with him. That whoever we are, wherever we are, however we are today, that we're not alone, that this is our starting point, and that we will go forward toward the resurrection and toward Easter.